What's up, world? This your boy Radu Smooth from Logically Consistent, brought to you by King Cat Seventy Seven. You already know what it is. Good boxing. Let's go ahead and jump into it. At the hundred and twenty-two pounds, you got your boy Cool Boy Steph, who is the WBC and the WBO uh, champion. And then you had um, a martyr left. I hope I'm not saying this name wrong. Who is the WBA super and the IBF champion? So, what's going on with that fight and why we can't get that fight for undisputed? It was good for Canelo to get undisputed. And he had to jump through loops to get it. And he waited a while to try and go hunt for it. When we have two unified champions in the same division, I don't understand the concept. So, guys, push for that cool boy step fight. Push for the undisputed at 122 pounds. If you don't know what 122 pounds is, that's bantamweight, all right? 122 pounds is bo- in boxing is bantamweight. So push for the bantamweight undisputed championship match because we got two unified champions in the same weight class. That means all four belts are holed up by either one guy or the other guy. Somebody press seven with this bullshit, I'm hearing. Because Canelo had to fight three different champions for him to get undisputed, and it took a long time. Why wait for another undisputed champion when we can have one right here at the 122 pounds, a.k.a. Bantamweight, with your boy Cool Boy Steph and Amolo Lev, right? They both hold two titles apiece. There's no other way to go. Let's keep it pushing at 135 pounds, which we all know we have the most dominating 135 pounder right now. Um, I say Tank is one of the best, but the most dominant right now is Devin Haney. Um, and the only reason why I say that is because Javante Tank Davis have moved to uh, other weight classes to defeat some of the great opponents he has defeated. And while everybody is giving him uh, harsh feedback for the way he defeated uh, Isak Cruz Gonzalez or the or Pitbull, maybe Pitbull, whatever you want to call him, competitive fight. I got to give him his credit too. He brought it all night. He stayed consistent with his aggressiveness, and he picked off a lot of uh, Javante uppercuts, which I give him that. But other than that, Tank had the guy number, right? Let's keep going in that fight. reason why a lot of people is not giving him credit for defeating this guy with one hand. One more time, one hand. Somebody press seven on that bullshit. It's one hand, man. He beat him with one hand. Think about what, think, like, think about the concept of what I'm telling you. He whooped his ass with one hand. He won a unanimous decision, and if I'm wrong, somebody correct me. Because in my eyes, I had it eight to four. In my eyes, I had it eight to four. That's an ass whooping there, buddy. That's an ass whooping, buddy. I had it eight. I had it eight rounds for Javante, four rounds for Esau Cruz Gonzalez. Huh? Now, I don't know who saw what and how they saw it, but I saw masterful boxing from the outside. I saw Tank turn this man all night and knock him off his rhythm. 
And I also t- saw Tank even throw the best power punches, even though his left hand was broke. He broke his hand in that fight. And if he didn't break his hand, he broke a couple knuckles in that fight. Evidence is evidence is there. Go look at it. Right? So that's so I'm not saying Tank is not on the level with Devin Haney at 135. Do not I know I'm not saying that. I'm saying Tank is more looked at like pound for pound. He went from 126, went back down to 126, headed up there at 130, then he headed to 135, and then he then I mean one one thirty, and then he jumped to 140 to fight Mario's Barrios. He he knocked out Leo Santa Cruz. He knocked out Leo Santa Cruz with all the belts on the line. Leo Santa Cruz's belts was on the line, and Javante Tank Davis. Belts was on the line. Tank took home all the gold. He knocked him out. Vicious uppercut. Not only vicious, but a counter uppercut. Skills came into play with that uppercut there. And Leo Santa Cruz is not a cakewalk. If I'm not mistaken, Leo Santa Cruz was a four division world champion. But y'all not gonna give him credit for that neither. Okay. He go he goes up two weight classes to 140. Mario Barrios has the reach. Mario Barrios has the height. And not only that, Mario Barrios can hit. He will knock your ass out. Tank stopped him. Tank is 5'5. Mario Barrios was 5'10 and a half. Tank reach advantage is 68. Mario Barrios has what? 71, 70, or 72? Some around there. But I know his reach was better. Tank had a hard time getting into the outside. I mean, into the inside of Mario Barrios. Mario Barrios was trying to control the outside. What happened? Tank finally got through. He broke the chains and he started whooping ass and landing hard shots. He stopped Mario Barrios. No credit for that. Not to mention Mario Barrios was undefeated. Not to mention the only fight that Leo Santa Cruz lost. He came back and avenged that loss and beat the shit out of that guy. But Tank still won't get no credit. Whatever Tank do, y'all will not give him credit. The only guy equals to his size that he didn't got in the ring with was Isak Cruz. And Yuriokis Gamboa. He was either taller than Yuriokis or they was the same height. But other than that, everybody Tank has gotten the ring with has been has been taller than him. In this case, bigger than him. It shows you the type of heart and the type of skill. Not only the type of skill, the type of finesse he has in the ring with his smarts. I'm not going to say he set up the Leo Santa Cruz uppercut, but just think about everything else he did in that Mario's Barrios fight. Think about what he did against um, Pedraza. <laughs> Come on, man. But we're going to run past that. I was on Devin Haney, right? Devin Haney looked the most like 
uh, a great boxer. He doesn't look like he's a um, power puncher at all. But I know he got some power because guys is not just running in on him and uh, attacking him full force. Devin Haney fight Isaac Cruz. I mean, Esau, Esau Cruz, my, my bad. It's going to look different because Devin is longer. Hell, Devin fight Tank is going to look different because Devin is longer. But do I believe Tank can get in the inside and do some damage? And do I believe Tank have the athleticism to make the fight competitive with Devin? Yes, I do. I don't know who wins that fight. And I'm not going to say who wins that fight. What I'm going to say is, it's going to come down to whose skills are better. And not only skills, but who determination, who wants it more. Because if Devin can outbox Tank, then I understand what Tank is. Right? He wasn't better than Devin Haney. That's all Tank was. But if Tank can somehow beat Devin Haney, like the way I'm talking, like how Devin Haney can somehow beat Tank, then it's, it's vice versa. Because both are great. Just look at their careers and what they have done so far. Tank Tank got titles at, at multiple weight classes. I think Tank was holding titles at 126, 130, and 140. I'm not sure. But I know Tank was holding belts at multiple weight classes. <laughs> he was the, I think he still might be the super featherweight champion, if I'm not mistaken. And that's 126 pounds. Huh. I think. I'm not sure. I think. But I know he still holds the 140. I mean, excuse me. The, yeah, the 140 uh, regular WBA title. Right? And he still holds the title at 130, if I'm not mistaken. And if he still do holds the um, Super Featherweight Championship at one, or 126 feather, Super Featherweight Championship, um, then I'm heading somewhere, right? I didn't write all my notes. I didn't bring all my notes. I just, I just got to thinking and I heard some stuff from my favorite uh, channels and my favorite uh, outlet for boxing. And I'm like, wow, this makes so much sense. So shout out to everybody that gave me my feedback. And I will have a list in a show dedicated to everybody that I get my information from. Like I said over here at KingCat77 or AKA Logically Consistent. Only thing we want to do is spread love and spread the truth. But let's keep going. At 154. Oh, excuse me. My bad. I, I'm not done with 135 yet. George Cambosis Jr. holds the IBF the WBO, the WBA, and he's also the Ring Magazine 135 champion, 35-pound champion. So, with those four belts, he's still not considered undisputed. I don't know why. I don't know why. Um, maybe because of the major sanctioning bodies is the IBF, WBO, the WBA, and the WBC. But it's a lot of guys running around here with the uh, the IBO title who was not recognized as a major sanctioning body, but they do have champions in certain weight classes. I have seen a lot of guys hold the IBO title. 
uh, Cool Boy Steph, if I'm not mistaken, is the IBO um, Super Bantamweight 122-pound champion, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so this right here for George Cambosis is a little different, right? He got four titles. So he, he probably feel like he's undisputed and doesn't need to fight Devin Haney. Wrong. Wrong. That's a major and sanctioning body right there. That's another world title to add to, add to your collection. Not only that, it adds on to your legacy. If you become undisputed, you 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 about ten fights or another weight division with say uh, you, another unification bout of becoming a Hall of Famer. Because in the four division, I mean the four belt uh, undisputed era. It's only been like six champions, five champions. Who I mean, you know, I don't really think it's necessary to be counted undisputed because when it really means something, it's only one champion, right? And I was talking. I'm talking about back in the day boxing, the, the the era of boxing where it was only one champion, right? And in this case, I might. In this case, I could be wrong because that's what undisputed is having one champion at one weight class. But when you have politics involved, I don't think we'd be able to get that as consistently as you wanted to. Because it shouldn't be hard for Cool Boy Steph, and again, I don't know if I'm saying his name wrong, uh, Amartya Lev, to make an undisputed title bout at 122 pounds. They both, they both are unified champions in the same weight division. That means all they have to do is come together fight each other the winner is the undisputed champion at 122 pounds the same thing with Devin Haney and Cambosis Cambosis where else is your where else are you gonna go you have four titles you even have the ring magazine title where else is you gonna go who else is you gonna fight Devin Haney is the hottest thing in your division right now where else is you going in my bed, 135 pounds, and that's lightweight. Super lightweight, junior junior welterweight is 140. But where else is you going? At 140, Josh Taylor holds all the belts. He even holds the ring magazine. <laughs> he even holds the ring magazine title. So not only does he have the IBF, the WBO, the WBA, and the WBC, but he has the ring magazine title. And that's just me researching, trying to figure out who has all the belts. <laughs> Let's keep it pushing, man. At 154 pounds, super welterweight, junior middleweight, we have Jamel Charlo. And his defense, just like I gave for Josh Taylor and uh, George Cambosis Jr., Jamel Charlo has four titles. He owns the WBC, the WBA, the IBF, and the Ring Magazine Championship at 154 pounds. Once again, for my casuals, at 154 pounds, it's super welterweight or junior middleweight, whatever you want to call it. The only other champion at 154 pounds 
is Brian Castano with the WBO. Is that it? Yeah, with the WBO championship. It's Brian Castano. They fought. It was a draw. We're looking for the rematch. Where else is Castano's going to go? And if you the WBO, why would you want him to go anywhere else when you're going to make more money off him fighting Jermail Charlo again for undisputed? If it was a draw, what's what's the hold up? That means you that means he that means Brian Castano can possibly beat Jermail Charlo. And I understand it's vice versa because it was a draw. Jermail Charlo can possibly beat Brian Castano. But it's undisputed. Why not make it easier and have those fights? But to me, the sanctioning bodies love having individual champions so they can get individual paychecks because they know a lot of boxers are going to drop certain titles just so they don't have to pay the sanctioning fee to hold that title. Like I said, man, the WBC got so many belts. Um, it's, it's super champions in the WBA and the WBO. The IBF is the only, the IBF is the only sanctioning body that's a major sanctioning body that only has one champion. I don't know if the IBO have an intern or a silver or a diamond or a emerald. They got all type of belts. But I know the IBO only has one champion. The Ring Magazine only has one champion. The WBO, if I'm not mistaken, and the WBA has... The, no, the, it's the WBA and the WBC. I think the WBO also has one champion or a super champion. Not sure. I don't really follow the WBO. But I'm knowing the WBC has a title just for about anything. Anything. Hell, they got the franchise, franchise belt, a.k.a. Witness Protection French Fries belt. The franchise title is designated to the champion that they want to give it to. They, they do not want to fight their mandatories. So it gives the champion, the franchise champion, a chance to duck his mandatories. Wow. Look, man, we need to shrink on the title belts. There's too many title belts. I'm not coming in here saying we need to have more undisputed fights. I'm saying when it's time to make undisputed fights, the promoters and the fighters should want to make them. This is history. Whoever wins, it could be history. But I notice every time there's a fight where... And and I'm not I'm not bringing race. This is this is mainly about politics. Cause if it was about race, I would have I would have been barking everybody that I that I had that I named that had the same skin tone as me. Maybe a little darker than me. Hell, maybe even blacker than me if that's what you want to call it. But this has nothing to do with race right now. This has everything to do with politics. Why wouldn't you make? The undisputed belt to to make history between two fighters, and I'm not even talking about 154, 135. Okay, lead him out of here because Jamel Charlo owns three belts, including the Ring Magazine that makes four, 
And Brian Costano only holds the WBO. So we're going to lead the 154 out of here. Again, with 135, Devin Haney owns the WBC championship. And George Cambosis Jr. owns three titles, IBF, WBO, WBA, including the ring magazine that makes four for him. Right? So maybe Cambosis want to fight somebody else, but I wouldn't understand it because you want to be undisputed. I'm knowing Jamel Charlo wants to rematch Brian Castano as much as Brian Castano want to rematch him. So, but still, those fights are harder to make, are more harder to make than the both than both of the unified champions because that should be the next fight. Why? Because the unified champions has to be number one to each other just because we the only two champions left in the division. That's the purpose of what you do to be number one, to be uno, to be the only one. That's the purpose of undisputed, right? Why not do we get more undisputed fights? At cruiserweight, we get a lot of undisputed fights. At light heavyweight, we got a lot of undisputed fights. Hell, at heavyweight, we got a lot of undisputed fights. We just don't now. And we wasn't going to get undisputed fight because Eddie Hearns was scared of Deontay Wilder. Now that Eddie, now that Deontay Wilder was, I'm not even going to say Slade, was beaten by Tyson Fury. And I'm talking about the second fight. The first fight, I don't count. The second fight, the second fight, I actually watched with my own two eyes and actually saw a defeat there, okay? Because I actually saw that man give him credit for the second fight. That part, right? Usek beat Anthony Joshua. I bet we get an undisputed bout faster than what we can get between Anthony Joshua and Deontay Water. I'm betting that. Politics, bro. Again, politics. But I don't want to hold y'all up. I just wanted to give my little review on that. We will keep coming back, and we're going to come back with champions that I want to see fight each other, and we will also come back with my favorite weight divisions and who I want to see fight in those weight divisions. This your boy, Radu Smooth, KingCat77, brought to you by Logically Consistent, exclusively on Anchor, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, man, wherever you get your podcasts, I should be there. Nine times out of ten, I am there. Peace, love, happiness to our body. I'm out.